Hello. Hey, guys. Hey, hi, hello, Babylonian. podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O and be sure to add our podcast, Bloody Babbles, in how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Happy listening. Hello, Babylonians. I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor, Anchor anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. Sorry that I sound like I smoke three packs a day. Because she only smokes two. I only smoke two. No, I don't smoke at all. Never <laughs> smoke cigarettes. Allergies have been kicking my butt, and I think I had a small cold. But I um, hawked the biggest loogie I've ever had in my mouth today um, out. So that was fun. I'm glad you're you could. Welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome to Bloody Bubbles Podcast, where we talk about loogies and murder. <laughs> so I apologize now for the coughing and my voice. But, you know, the show must go on. Um, we're going to be doing some. Uh, power recording because someone decided she needed to go on vacation for Ew, 18 days. That so that someone is me. But no, it's exciting. She gets to go travel and see her dad and see her amazing cousins yes. and family members and everybody. And see alien things. And yes. I'm really excited. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the one that I'm growing inside mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. So if you hear me go oof or oh god or ow that really fucking hurt, it's because he's been very active today and I just drank Pepsi so the caffeine may not have hit him yet. And don't yell at me for drinking Pepsi. It's a very rare occasion for me, as I had five bottles of water at work today, and I peed every about 20 minutes. It was great. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, nothing too crazy to start us off with today. No new countries, no new states. Um, state, I should say. Hello, state. In Wyoming. Wyoming? Wyoming, are you out there? You are. We know you are. Now just listen <coughs> no. and, and, and show up. <coughs> like, let us know that you're listening. Egypt, did you guys tell your Wyoming friends? Yeah, come on, Egyptians. Get on the bandwagon with us. Like, Help gosh. us out. On a bright note, we are almost at 7,000 streams or plays or downloads, whatever you want to go. Thank you. Yes. We just got over 6,900 to, like, right before we started recording, I checked it and saw, I'm like, oh, so I wanted to make sure we didn't miss any countries that sneak in there, but nope. So we're at 6,900, and that's really exciting. Yeah. I hope you guys liked uh, that weird case we had last week. Yeah. Miss, Miss Olga. Oh, yeah. That was just a few days ago, mm-hmm. once you hear this. So, yeah. It'll be like, wow, it's only a few days. Now we get a new episode. Um, so, this one that we're doing today, it wasn't... I don't remember it being requested by anyone. At one point, before people started requesting cases of us, Nate, our homie from Twitter. Thank you, um, Nate. Yeah, Nate, the bee's knees, who gives us, like, a bunch of cases. This is something... I don't think he mentioned her, but um, the case that we're doing today is... It's heavy, um, but <coughs> it's the case of, her name is Michelle, I'm going to guess it's Michelle Blair. It's spelled weird. Um, it's different. I guess I shouldn't say weird. M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-E, Michelle. With, it looks like oh. Mitchell, but it's Michelle because I ended up watching um, a YouTube video because I was going to do this case a couple weeks ago, but I wanted to put more time and effort into it because it's a very, it's heavy. Um of what she she is the killer in this story which is i know nate likes um deadly women so Mm -hmm. i knew i so if he suggested this great if not um it was one i put on my list um i'm starting it off we'll start off and let you know it's a big trigger warning for this whole episode if it gets too graphic i usually am pretty good (laughs) about letting you guys know (coughs) sorry um uh, we will, yeah, if it gets graphics at, oh my gosh, graphic at specific parts, we'll warn you guys again. Um, this case involves, um, accusations of rape, murder, and severe child abuse. Um, I got a lot of my sources from the DetroitNews.com and AllThat'sInteresting.com is uh, the two articles that I found uh, my information from. Zoe has the Yeah. Her yeah, my dog is, um. She need needs a, a bath. she needs a bath, <laughs> but I she ripped her head open after she got stitches and got this lump removed from her head, yes. and now I just want to wait until I can like yeah. wash her like in totality. Yeah. But yeah, so if you hear itchies or gross um, dog mouth noises, mm-hmm. that's my dog, <laughs> and uh, Arlo's running around upstairs with my parents, so he may make an appearance like he does sometimes. But um, so um, looking at Michelle. You wouldn't expect her to be the type of person to do what she has done. Like, she looks... Like, going into this case, and I watched her... Like, there's so many YouTube videos. You can see her in court talking about what she... And how she knows what she did. Mm. And it's... Oh, it's awful. And what she accused her children of. And it's just... She's a sociopath? Yeah, but she... I wouldn't even say a sociopath. It's just... She doesn't look like she'd be like someone who did what she did, like especially in the living, living okay. conditions Let's and everything. So um, she painted a picture 
um, of, you know, like being a good mom, blah, blah, blah. She posted on Facebook where she wrote, uh, quote, loyal to my babies and posted a picture with a message. There's no greater blessing than being called mom, which is really disgusting. Um, if you know what she's done. I so, have no clue. So let's, um, let's do this. Well, you'll probably hear Shauna cry. I'm just going to let you guys <laughs> warn you about that now. Not a trigger warning, just a Shauna crying warning. warning. <laughs> um, her name, like I said, is Mich- uh, Michelle Blair. She's the mother of four children, even though um, during the YouTube videos when I watched it, she said she only had two children. Even, oh. yeah. So, okay. but she is, she did birth four of them. Nothing um, but a truth teller. I know. I'm Ranging um, her kids um, at the time, this case takes place in 2015, so that her kids at that time were 8, 9, 13, and 17. Um, they lived in a really small apartment <clears throat> where um, we are going to be, uh, the date is March 24th, 2015, where it ends up being discovered after her house. Um, I'm going to be jumping back and forth just with, because I researched and then just remembering uh, watching the videos she was being evicted from her apartment for not paying um rent and as they were getting ready to move start moving things out of the house um they discovered a uh what the hell a freezer right by near the door and as they were you know getting moving furniture out of her house because she was evicted um they discovered that two of her children's bodies were found in the freezer which was, by, like I said, by the apartment's front door. Oh. Yeah, the bodies of 9-year-old Stephen Barry and 13-year-old Stoney Blair, um, Stoney's the daughter, um, were found inside um, when authorities arrived to evict her for not paying rent. Um, they started moving the furniture out, like I said, and she wasn't home. She was actually at a neighbor's house, and that's when the bodies were discovered. I think at one point in one article, um, <coughs> it said that they started moving out furniture and ended up moving out a lot more than they intended to because they ended up having to get body bags. Um, So she had previously been turned in for abusing her children and that abuse was substantiated. Take her collar off if you want to. No, she was scratching her staples. Oh, okay. Um, The abuse was substantiated, um, although she was able to get custody back of them. Yeah, yeah, especially, just wait, just wait. Um, relatives said she wasn't able to maintain a job and would always call them for money, but the calls stopped when they refused to help her and told her to get a job and go back to school. Um, the two surviving children, uh, which is a 17-year-old daughter and then a 8-year-old son. Um, and I don't think it ever mentions their names, and honestly, they're, I mean, they're still... I guess the 17-year-old wouldn't be a minor anymore because it's six years later, but... Um, goodness the two surviving children were examined by doctors and found them covered with welts and scars from repeated beatings according to court records um and i'll talk a lot about about court records and then a petition which is like the petition to remove the children and everything um after she allegedly killed her children she continued to receive welfare benefits according to the petition from the state attorney general's office based on what the two surviving children told counselors after they were taken um on upon the discovery of their siblings so the petition mentioned was to terminate the father's parental rights as well um the two girls were with one parent was were with one guy and then the two boys were with another guy um and give the state cuff give state the full custody of the children that uh, survived 
Michelle was 35 years old, and she was arrested that same Tuesday near her apartment on Detroit's east side. Um, she was at a neighbor's house with her two surviving kids after Bayless arrived to evict her, and the bodies were then discovered inside the freezer. As she was being taken by the police, all she could say was, I'm sorry, um, which was to her two kids. Because um, I'll talk a little bit more about the YouTube video because she says more about it. Um, we're going to get into... This next part, um, the bodies of her two children, Stoney and Stephen, were taken to the morgue um, to thaw, where they had to thaw for three days so they could be so a proper autopsy could be performed. <coughs> the medical examiner <laughs> did rule their deaths as homicide and determined they had been in the freezer for her at least a couple of years. Oh my gosh! Years, yeah, I put yes, years. Um, Michelle confessed to committing the murders of her two children at the Wayne County Circuit Court. She told Judge Dana Hathaway that she killed her, quote, demons after finding out they were raping her youngest son, a claim that has never been confirmed or substantiated, even with him being interviewed. This is just, and she said she witnessed it with her own eyes, but the little boy was like, no, that never happened to me. But I don't know. There's a lot of he's hearsay here's he said she said kind of thing so we're gonna go back to <clears throat> 2012 so <coughs> gosh this is awful um she ended up returning home on a day in august to find her son um simulating sexual activities using dolls that he was playing with she asked him why are you doing that did anybody ever do this to you the child then supposedly or allegedly replied his brother Stephen had and Michelle went upstairs and confronted Stephen immediately. She claims he confessed to sexually abusing his brother, and she began punching and kicking him before placing a garbage bag over his head until he lost consciousness. Um, <coughs> um, that was just the first part. I did put a trigger warning right here because it gets a little more graphic about the abuse she gives to her children. So if you can't handle this, uh, now would be the time to skip, <coughs> skip ahead a little. Oh my gosh. <coughs> I'm so sorry. She also stated that she would pour scalding hot water on his genitals, causing the skin to peel off. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned that's mentioned again later. So it's either um, some like she'd pour the water on him, and then another at another point in time, it brings this up again about where she um, placed him in a hot tub and until his feet started to blister. So regardless, she did burn them with water in oh, some form or fashion really yeah right <clears throat> she um, later made Stephen drink windex and she ended up wrapping a belt around his neck and lifted him up and asked do you like how this feels being choked with a belt because i'm assuming that's what the little boy was doing with the dolls so i'm assuming that's why she did what she did okay. um then Stephen ended up losing consciousness again um, after the two weeks of continued torture and different variations of abuse, he ended up succumbing to that on August 30th, 2012, approximately. And then she, um, at one point it says, um, so it kind of goes back and forth and re she retells the story in a couple different ways. But she said that he, she ended up wrapping up, up in his favorite blanket and putting him in the freezer. So then, Mama? yes, love. I'd be on your phone. I don't care. Take it upstairs. Well, I'm going to take it upstairs. <laughs> well, because we're, we're doing the podcast right now, see? It's recording. Oh, I'm going to go upstairs. Okay. Bye, bud. I'm going to turn my earphone up there. That's fine. 
Tell her, did she cut your hair? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 12 minute mark. Got it. Um, <laughs> so, um, nine months after st murdering Stephen, while his body stayed in the freezer, it was also speculated soon that Stoney, her 13-year-old daughter, was also raping the youngest son. Um, her punishment started with being starved and brutally beating her. Um, she would, like, literally only give her oatmeal like a bowl of oatmeal a day and water to drink and that was all she'd eat for the entire day and um then she ended up dying in may of 2013 like it didn't take i think she died quicker just because of the just the abuse she um received because i think she got hot water put put on her too and then just i don't know how to punch. feel because like if she could have gotten help for them you know yeah this is going on you, you need to get a hold of of yeah. the right people and you know and, and yeah killing them, them is not and, but i also understand <coughs> I, I don't know there i i'm i'm mixed i don't i don't agree with her her holding hot water and yeah. choking and like the, you got to get to the bottom of what's going on why is this happening and get everybody into therapy yeah and get help and get them yeah or get know. them put into a temporary but she's like i didn't want to put them in a temporary placement because how, how do I know they're not going to do this to another child? Like, like you'll have to go and just watch some of her YouTube videos. Because <laughs> she just, just, and the, how she talks about, how she talks about, like, what she did. Because she has no remorse. She's no, no regret about do, killing them because she's, yeah, we'll get to that. So, um. She had plans to turn herself into the police, but when her youngest son told her that he didn't want her to go, she made other arrangements. In one of the YouTube clips I watched, she said, him saying that was all it took, I couldn't leave him yet. Because that was the eight-year-old at that point. And he was just like, no, Mommy, please don't leave. Um, so after Stoney ended up dying, she put her body in a plastic bag and put her in the deep freeze on top of Stephen's body and continued living in the home as if nothing were amiss. As it was stated, the bodies were there for almost three years, and no one looked for them. Um, as mentioned, the fathers weren't involved in their lives, and Michelle had taken the kids out of school. She told school officials. Say, why the school okay. She told the school officials she planned to homeschool instead. And when neighbors or anyone asked, she always had an excuse. Another one was like, "Oh, they're going to see their great aunt. Oh, they're going to visit their aunts. Oh, they're with." I think she even said at one point that they were with their dads, like. Yeah. Just anything to keep it like, oh, why haven't we seen these two children that were all used to see them all the time, and now they're all of a sudden um, just gone. So um, now we're back to 2015 when the kids, uh, the children's bodies were discovered. She was arraigned that Thursday, so they were found on a Tuesday. She was arraigned third Thursday, <laughs> Thursday in the 36th District Court on four counts of first-degree child abuse, which. Um, can be a 15-year felony and one count of committing child abuse for uh, in the first degree in the presence of another child a felony punishable by up to life in prison so she hadn't been charged yet because they were still waiting for the bodies to thaw because it took three days mm -hmm. so the autopsies haven't determined um, the other children have yeah markings. yeah and mm -hmm. they turned on their mom real quick um <coughs> her bond was set out a million dollars and she was held in the Wayne County Jail. Um, during questioning, Michelle told investigators she had been become enraged 
in that um, August of 2012 after finding out Stephen was sexual, sexually assaulting her other son. It was weird in the, in the, when I was reading the articles, it said a relative. But then she's like, no, it was my son. It was my youngest son. So I just thought that was kind of interesting that they just kept putting a relative when they knew it was the son, allegedly, even though he's like, no, that never happened to me. But yeah, so... So she, quote, said, uh, placed him in a boiling hot tub of water until his feet blistered. The report didn't state his cause of death, but it happened on or around August 30th. And then she said she wrapped him in his favorite blanket and placed him in the freezer, the report said. And then she told them nine months later in May of 2013, she found out allegedly Stoney, her daughter, was sexually assaulting her son also. And she starved Stoney, only giving her the oatmeal once a day in water. And then, according to the police report, they got into, her and Stoney got into a physical confrontation when, and that's when Michelle strangled Stoney with a black shirt and suffocated her with a garbage bag. Um, the children did not mention sexual abuse to counselors, according to the juvenile court petition, but it did state that Stephen died August 30th, 2012, and Stoney died May 25th, 2013. Um, yeah. So that's, uh was just really heavy but the kids were like no this didn't they didn't do anything to him like that's not why it was but okay well, I'm getting ahead of myself okay Ad uh, additional to the murders the other children had told counselors um, the daughter to start off um, the 17 year old that her mother had once burned her back with a curling iron and beaten her with a the like a cord um, like that you use like with a curling iron mm -hmm. she, she'd like hit her with it she had a cut above her left eye which was from her mother hitting her in the face with a plank of wood oh. and her front tooth was chipped when her mother hit her in the mouth at one time with a curling iron um, her mother refused to pro provide her with medical treatment the petition stated bruises were also on the son's back um, he stated were from his mother they said they were both abused throughout their entire childhoods. I mean, the little boy's only eight. He's still in his childhood, and that's how it starts off. On the boy, they found 25 different types of scars and injury on his back, both old and new, as a result of abuse from Michelle. So I just found it interesting, not interesting, like these <coughs> allegations she has against her two children sexually abusing and assaulting her son, but yet they go in and they find marks all over the other kids, including that child that she apparently favored in some form or fashion, but yet he still had just as many injuries to his body as his deceased brother and sister. She was doing the things to the two that she killed. Not knowing any more of the story, and obviously and she's not... Yeah, that allegation, uh, that was never brought up, but that's that's a good theory you know what I you mean? know and then she's just wreaking havoc on them for this shit she's do i don't know I yeah know it's gross and i don't like it at all no it's not it's just it's fucking sad it's, it's disgusting and sad it's for awful. that matter it, well, the, yeah and it, <coughs> i mean at any age abuse is awful. not okay but you're eight years old and you've got tw you say 25 scars from previous like yeah scars and injuries on his back both old and new um so, dating back to September of 2002, State Child Protective Services contacted Michelle, and again in February of 2005, after uh, allegations of abuse surfaced more from the pe from that petition that was made, it was clear abuse was occurring, but it wasn't clear if any action was taken at that point. But I know earlier it mentioned that we um, 
that she did lose custody at one point, but was able to get them back pretty quickly. Um, <coughs> excuse me. After the February complaint, Michelle was referred um, for services through the family's first CBC counseling, Eastwood Clinic, and Work First. It was never documented if she went through with receiving services because, you know, sometimes abused people or abusers, they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go take them to this. I'll go to counseling. I'll do that. You tell them what they want you to hear, and then I think until that point where it's, like, court-ordered mm -hmm. to get it done. So I think they were just like, no, this is what you need to do, but I don't think it was ever followed through as aggressively as it should been, yeah. should have been. Um at that time, she was receiving $771 a month in food assistance, and she was receiving Medicaid through um, March, accepting governmental benefits for two deceased children. It was stated in the, in the petition. So she was still getting money and sending in information for all four children because, I mean, technically, they were all still in the house. As disgusting as that is to say, there is a foot right here. Um, <coughs> so, Alexander Dorsey, who was Stoney's father and the other, uh, the second daughter's father as well, said he last saw the children two years prior and that Michelle had barred him from her home. Um, quote, he talked to the surviving daughter seven months before the murders were discovered. He asked about Stoney's whereabouts and he was told she was visiting her maternal great aunt. Unquote. So, I'm assuming that obviously the kids must have known that their siblings were dead. And in yeah, the house, right, but I'm sure they were told, if you guys say anything, you know, you're next, you're next. yeah, because <laughs> even at one point, um, I think that I, uh, it was a while ago, I should have rewatched the videos today and I didn't, but like, I think when the judge asked, so yes, you're making these allegations about Stoney and Steven <coughs> assaulting your son, but what, how like why choose those two like what like he just he's like I can't seem to understand why kill two of your kids she's like those weren't my kids like straight up said those were not my children and that's why I did what I did and I wouldn't I'd go back and do it over again because they were hurting my baby even though she was hurting her baby right. too probably in more ways than he was allegedly assaulted like she probably I don't know yeah. there's just so much but anyways, let's keep going. Um, the petition said that Dorsey uh, failed to protect his children from an unfit home environment where the children were physically abused, tortured, and eventually murdered. And it was added that he owed $39,000 in back child support payments. Um, and that was the girl's father, Stephen Barry, whose son was named after him and the father of the other surviving son, said he last saw his children in April of 2012 and that Michelle again prevented him from seeing them. He, um, at that time, owed more than $10,000 in child support for the two boys, adding he also neglected to pr um, protect his children from the abuse of abusive environment. Both fathers had criminal records, including convictions for drunken driving and firearm offenses. Um, so, that's such a hard, that's a hard line to walk when mom, like, I was just talking with my coworkers about this, about, like, how easy it is for them to be like courts to be in favor of mothers just because they're the mother mm -hmm. like sometimes the mothers don't deserve their children and I don't know how far these fathers went mm 
I don't know if they went to any amount or any or any way to try to get their kids back I don't know um because I read through a couple different things and I couldn't find anything to bring that to light or anything but it's just like I'm like they had to have some speculation granted the abuse supposedly didn't start till that um August of 2012 and that's when um Stephen ended up dying but I don't know <coughs> that would just be frustrating if they were trying to be involved but it's straight up says in here like she was preventing them from seeing the kids like I know a, a we know of a similar situation like that but like uh so anyways continuing on um when it came to light a police report from a neighbor stated that Michelle had told her what she had done and this was a quote from um, a police report. The woman stated, Michelle told her she had made Stephen and Stoney move away to their aunts because they were doing mean things to the relative, youngest son, um, such as taking food from him and raping him. It was finally on that Tuesday that Michelle admitted to the neighbor as to what she had actually done and why. Okay. So that's how the, the neighbor ended up contacting the police and being like, listen. Yeah. Especially at that point, because they got into the house and then started moving furniture out and then discovering the bodies. So it, like, just rippled down real fast. <coughs> um, the report also stated that the apartment was trashed. That it had garbage and food tossed about everywhere in every room. The apartment appeared to be almost unlivable. When Michelle went in front of the judge for the first time, she stated she didn't feel any remorse over her actions. She said they had no remorse for what they were doing to my son. There was no other option. There's no excuse for rape. I would kill them again. And she says that, like, and she says it with, like, uh, like almost a, a confidence, mm -hmm. I guess you'd say. not, But, like, not in a sociopathic, mm -hmm. dark way like some of these killers that we've talked about in the past. Like, she just, she's like, no, they were doing this, and I had to put a stop to it, mm -hmm. and this is the means that I took. And, like, just, I... I encourage you guys just to go look up her name on YouTube if you're if you're into that kind of thing like I am um and just listen to her talk to the judge and at one point like she like she gets a little crazy in the courtroom like goes nuts I just would totally like yeah different if she wasn't also abusing right them I all would, of them I would, I would feel I'd be like yes yeah I'd be on her side 100 percent like, yeah I get it well I mean maybe not 100 but I mean I'd be more on her side right because again you find out this is happening yes you could be angry yes but you need to get your children help and you need to get the victim's help too yeah you don't just like not, you know but like oh i just it's just it's just gross and i don't like it awful um yep yeah, we're just i've got a, just a little bit more here um pros the prosecutor whose name was karen goldfarb stated that they had no evidence of rape on the young son like they they did like testing on him and everything and just <coughs> the abuse that they found. <laughs> oh my god. Was from what the mother did. Yes. Um, so, and there would be on an eight-year-old, you'd be able to tell. Yeah. He was being raped. Yeah. You'd, you'd know. Yeah, especially because she wanted. She goes into pretty. She's claiming, especially the what fourteen-year-old brother. Uh yeah, he's thirteen and uh or no, Stony was thirteen and, uh, Stephen was. He was only nine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you you thinking about what rape is. You'd right. see there would be tearing. There would be some sort of mm -hmm. yeah mutilation to the genital mm -hmm. area or yeah, the anal, yeah. tearing. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so Judge Edward Joseph uh, terminated her parental rights to the surviving children. Um, ch uh, Child Protective Services saw uh, that they were going to be put up for adoption. I don't know if they were put up for adoption together. I mean, I would hope so. Um, if they were willing to go together, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I would think they'd want. Wouldn't want to be separated, but especially because the one was seventeen and she was like on the verge of becoming an adult, anyways. Hello there. Um, <coughs> so that was in yeah, two thousand twelve, or not two thousand twelve, two thousand fifteen. So in June in twenty fifteen, Michelle ended up pleading guilty to two counts of first degree murder. Pre okay, sorry, first degree premeditated murder, and is serving a life sentence at the Huron Valley Correctional Facility in Is. Ypsilanti, I looked it up, Michigan, mm -hmm. without the possibility of parole. And that's where she still is today. So, yeah, I just, that was one case that I'm like, I... So the sister and the brother, or she probably doesn't know much of anything other than just the only abuse that she, that was inflicted on her. Did Do we have anything about, they may question them, were you aware? I mean, I mean, they had to, I feel like they had to be aware that their mom killed their... Yeah, and they were, I know, I want to say the older daughter was questioned, and but I don't I don't think the little, the eight-year-old boy took the stand. I think they just okay. took him, like, separately, if I remember right. I could be wrong. Um, <coughs> just that he was, they were both questioned about it, and they're like, no, my mom did this to me. They, this is, that's what this, this scar mm -hmm. is from. That's what this cut is from. When they were interviewed as soon as they were taken, because they were, like, it happened the day they found those bodies, the day those kids were taken out, oh, and goodness. and then yeah, questioned and everything. But I'm like, that's just a different kind of fear, especially being like an eight year old little boy, and you've been uh, not sustained. Um, oh my god, I can't think of the word now. Like had this to endure this abuse from your mom, mm -hmm. and then they're being you're being questioned about your siblings that you know have been killed, like. I know it affected, like, they said it, 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 he didn't understand. He's like, how are you asking me these questions? Like, mm -hmm. none of this happened. Like, uh, yes, sure. complete. Yeah. There's you would, I would, I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that, but I would assume if the stuff that she claimed happened to the little boy had happened, he would have shut down when they said, yeah. did Stoney and Steven? Steven, yep. Did they do? He would have. Yeah, he wouldn't have. He it wouldn't have, have been a look of confusion. It wouldn't have been a why are you asking? Not yeah, eight, I think you're. I mean, yeah, he's not. He's innocent, but like, <coughs> but I, he's still uh, aware of knowing that that's not what was happening. These psychiatrists in there that are yeah. trained to know. And yeah, to those see read those, those cues. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So it didn't happen. That was bullshit. Yep. And that was just, and she doesn't let that go. Like in the videos, like she just was like, no, this is what they did to my child. And those, uh, she's like, I've only birthed two, two kids. I've only, I only have two kids left and that's it. And the judge was like, okay. And they, <coughs> I know at one point they kept asking and like just, uh, writing down everything. And it was just, it, it's very intense to watch, but like, it's like, you can't look away because yeah. it's. And it just with how with with uh, such ease that she answers these questions like yeah no that's what I did I, I suffocated him, or yeah I suffocated him till he lost unconsciousness this is how many this is what I did to beat him until he ended up dying like just maybe I guess that's a little bit of the sociopathic side maybe mm -hmm. but she just 
I don't know. She was very much aware and knew what she was doing, and it was just... Then it makes me wonder... Sorry to cut you off there. No, you're fine. I was done. It makes me wonder what her past was. I know you said that they say, but maybe... Is it... And again, not making any excuses for her, but did shit happen to her by by another (coughs) woman, another woman, another sibling, an uncle, an aunt, cousin, a, a neighbor? Yeah. Like what, or what was the relationship with those kids' dads? Like, was there, I don't know, I don't know. But if, because if there's no evidence on the boy at the time that was eight. Yeah. Where is she getting, I mean, because she's crazy, obviously. I just, like, that's, and especially so fervently, I don't know the right word there. Fervently. I don't know. Fever. <laughs> um, <laughs> she got a fucking fever in her damn brain. Look, that's a fucking um, joke. Adamant that this is what ha- I mean, but uh, granted, liars. Uh, so, so, I can't think of any words, Shauna. So neither can I. Like they're gonna stick to their story, narcissist, yep. whatever. Yeah. Um, it's okay, Zoe. <laughs> I just um, I feel like there's got maybe there doesn't have to be just because you and I have a quote-unquote normal mind granted we're far from fucking normal but yeah but I'm like I'm not gonna go and we don't have the different (coughs) different wiring in our brains I mean we're crazy but we're not we're not that level of crazy crazy like yeah I I couldn't I I feel like there's gotta be something that happened during the past or she manifested something in her mind or something yeah or she's just fucking loony yeah we don't I know, because there was, like, I read a little bit on the forums when I first looked into this case, and that was a few weeks ago, like, and people are like, what, because similar to what you're saying about, like, how, they're like, what happened to her previously? Because you don't just start abusing your kids for no reason, but in, like I said in the YouTube video, like, she she states that she saw, especially Stoney, like, Stephen, I don't know, I, I thought they're their deaths were reversed. I thought it was Stoney first and then Steven, but it wasn't. Um, But uh, she was very harsh on Stoney and talked about, like, her alleged abuse to the brother and just about witnessing it and seeing it and then then her just reacting and beating the shit out of her own daughter. Like, I don't know. It's... It was hard to watch because I'm like, at one point I had to stop and I'm like... Just thinking about, like, I, I love my child. I'm mm-hmm. like, and if my other child was doing mm-hmm. something to their sibling, mm-hmm. and, like, I would I would do what you said. Like, let's, I wouldn't be like, oh, let's kill him. That's going to, no. that's going to solve the problem. You sit down and you talk. First yeah. Of all, Get it out on the table and be it. like, you're not going to be in trouble, but I want to help you because this isn't normal behavior. Mm-hmm. And if that's what was happening, that's how you have to be approached. But like you said, there's something in her b- brain that's not wired correctly, and she just reacted with anger and abuse. And that's but, and then, but also, <coughs> it wasn't just to those two. It was to the other two. All was, four so of them. So, like, it's, it's, it's none of it. It's like... You, yeah. It's just... Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing with her stories add up because of how the children were questioned and what abuse was evident on their bodies and even on the autopsy bodies. Like they could see mm-hmm. that there was several wounds and and they, even after years of being frozen, like a couple of years of right. being frozen in a freezer, um, like you, it was still evident that they still had those scars on their body because obviously a freezer would preserve them right. to a certain extent. So it's just, 
and the fact that he was wrapped in a blanket and that she was wrapped in plastic that's what was essentially beneficial to the autopsy to show <coughs> what those kids had endured when, when they were alive and it just it's heartbreaking because if if the alleged abuse that they were committing that she claims there was ways to rehabilitate them and help mm-hmm. them they didn't have they didn't need to be killed to right. take care of it well, like and then a nine-year-old i mean yeah you're you're certain to figure out things that feel good even before you're nine like way younger yeah you, know, you start to hey this feels good or that feels good or and so was she seeing that maybe he was kind of masturbating right or something you know but, something that's not know, like super outrageous out of the norm you know like and and i get it there are some parents who think that's wrong whether it's a religious thing or what but you know what kids do it people do it humans do it yeah it's okay and it's 100 percent natural but if someone masturbate not not yeah not rape. i'm not claiming <laughs> right, 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 right. no i follow i follow but like but like so did she catch her nine-year-old maybe i, you know, I don't know again i hear i'm fishing for what ifs and, and we're never gonna know but like there was no evidence on the eight-year-old that anything was done to him that she's claiming so yeah. so adamantly that was being done. Yeah, so exactly. So you're full of shit. Yeah. But what were you seeing? What was? Were you on some crazy med? I don't. Not that would. I don't know. None of it. And I'm not trying to excuse it. I'm just trying to understand yeah. the insanity. I guess. Yep. Which which is a lost cause on its what own. What do you guys think? What are your? Yeah. Is this, what yeah. Is this give us some. Doing? S- some serious feedback on this because it's just especially if you go and like watch her because there's several videos of her in court and she just she's very explosive like Mm -hmm. she doesn't well it sounds it because she mean she would explode on her children very violently yeah i could only imagine her lashings of words yeah because that's like the big thing when you like search her and it says uh michelle blair blowing up in the courtroom over uh specific interviews or whatever so yeah, definitely uh, uh, let us know what you guys think about this one. <laughs> That's just, I don't even, I can't even wrap my head around it. Michelle with a T, because she's very fucking cross. <laughs> God damn it. <coughs> I'm dying. You can't say funny things because I'll start coughing and never stop. But, sorry for the snot sounds. Um, but yeah, so let us get, yeah, well, you'll see it in the, the show title and then, um, and then we'll have pictures of her but yeah if you just go look up it looks like michelle mitchell with it's weird spelling but you'll see m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l-e blair b-l-a-i-r you'll look her up and you'll see and it's it's kind of fascinating and scary and i i find it intriguing because i like that's the right word it is interesting it doesn't make you sick for being interested it's fucking sick it's just like this is so out there yeah and it's just and it's just it's really just kind of heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but it's just, oh, I hope this kids. Especially to have, bo- I'm sorry, but your children's body, I just. To, and to live with their bodies two years. Three, you said, right? Well, nearly three years. Oh. It was almost three years because it was around, well, because um, he died in August of 2012, and then she died in May of 2013, and they weren't discovered till 2015. So his body was there for about three, about three years roughly. Almost coming up on three years that August. <coughs> so, because they were discovered in March of 2015. Well, I hope you guys are, those. I hope they're resting in peace. Like I, I hope, hope so, too. And know. that, I hope those, I hope the remaining siblings 
and found loving homes. Back, yeah, and I hope when they come back, if they decide, because I believe you make a decision with whether you want to come back to Earth or not. Right. If it's decided, if it is decidedly so, that the next life is love, man. All and, and love. Just so much. Just, just love. Just, and, and, and things you get to accomplish and, and, and hurdles you get to accomplish. Just, right. Just, uh, and you get to, and then have your own family and just show them love. Oh, I hope your spirits are just fucking not and, heavy any longer. You and to have peace and no, and no fear yeah. of you never knowing what's going to come next. Just like, no abuse. I just don't want you to have to ever. We love you, yeah. sweet spirit children. Yes. <coughs> Sorry that, that, oh, it's just, oh God, that's just so sad. But, so that'll wrap up this one. Uh, yeah, uh, fantasy and world music by the Fighters. They do our intro sounds. Uh, YouTube, love them, check them out, like. Uh, they have hours and hours of different types of music. Or even if you just need something to fall asleep to, because they have some really peaceful, not creepy doll music, unless that's your jam. Um, social media, you can find us anywhere. Bloody Babbles Podcast, you know, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, slide into our DMs because eventually we do want to do another Buddy Babbles um, episode. And also let us know what you felt about this episode. Yeah, please. Yeah, feedback. give us some serious feedback. Um, oh. If that's rating and reviewing us on Apple, um, uh, Apple. Oh my gosh, podcasts. At this point, I'm like, I'm just down for any kind of rating. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you, uh, Nicole shouldn't record sick ever. Well, <laughs> sorry guys. The next couple of episodes are probably going to be a little raspy because we're, we're doing some uh, recording ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> just because, um, like we said, uh, Shauna decided she needs to go on vacation. Yep. Um, and she's going for me too because I'm going on a maternity leave and that's really not a vacation here soon. But I will not be working. I'll be here with a tiny baby. Um, we don't but know. Yeah. That baby will be tiny. Uh, <laughs> it's just wishful thinking at this point because I already know I'm way bigger than I was last time at this time in pregnancy. But until um, here in a few minutes, just kidding, until next week, guys, Babylon! Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter podcast. want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books. You name it, I've talked about it on this show. I've had guests like Kurokski from the Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy, and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Everywhere you hear podcasts, you'll hear the show Infinite Banter. So come check me out, the Infinite Banter Podcast.